So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. I was watching Fox News Friday. They had a reporter there in Texas holding on to a pole, wind about to blow him over. It's a little childish, isn't it? Boy, there's some good leaning into the hurricane <laughs> shots, though. I mean, because I'm I'm a fan of the genre because you know we, we're in the media and we know the, the, the guy who was in his first gig he was sent up to the snow is beginning to fall up here, Jim. He's standing on some <laughs> rural highway. And there's like two flakes, but that's his gig, standing there in the storm guy. And there are some really good ones of that. I tell you this though, are we a, that simple a beast that we need that? <clears throat> yes. Thank you for asking. Uh, yes, I, I actually enjoyed it because the guy was leaned so far to keep from blowing over. It's really good. The estimates of the rainfall. One guy over the weekend, I saw one guy on the cable TV said, yeah, some of these models are calling for, you know, 36 feet of rain or whatever. The the numbers are getting higher and higher. But he said, we've got one model that we use a lot that's calling for a lot less than that. So I think the news organizations are in a competition right now to announce the highest, most astounding yeah. number of probable rain coming. It's like the predictions of eclipse traffic. Yeah, yeah. Similar sort Keeps of thing. Keeps you tuned in. You're not going to get as many viewers if you're going to do hurricane mm-hmm. coverage by saying, yeah, we think there's going to be 18 inches of rain, which is a lot and will cause flooding, but not 50. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. I was on the East Coast uh, for most of last week, and um, they were actually having a freak cold snap in the middle of August. It was the coolest weather anybody could remember in August. It was fantastic. You missed Almost. some 107-degree days. Yeah, I'm sorry to, to hear that. Um, I mean, we are like borrowing hoodies from our friends because we were completely unprepared. But So dropped little D off, <coughs> as I said um, uh, earlier in the show, on Thursday uh, at school, the college or university of her choice. Uh, for some reason, a lot of you feel compelled to guess where she is and then email us and say, is that right? I'm not telling you. And w- by the way, something. What do you care? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Let's live your own life. But um, it's 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 a uh, it's a major university on the East Coast uh, that, with a great program, what she's into, uh, which is, you know, your, your political science, uh, international relations stuff. But um, so a couple of aspects of the drop off. Number one, because we live on the West Coast, she's going to school on the East Coast. Um, we traveled with more suitcases than I have traveled with ever in my entire life 
checked all sorts of bags. We got these big, heavy bags crammed with all her stuff. I, I rented the biggest vehicle, a Ford Expedition I have ever rented in my life. It's like uh, piloting a suburban home. It's That's, like a tract home on tires. So I drive my kids around in. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Once I got used to it. You can't park anywhere, but it's fine. Oh, other than that. God, yeah. It's a bit challenging. Er, uh, and I'm a man who prides myself on my parking ability, as you know. I'll stand here on the fifth uh, floor and critique people's parking during the commercial breaks. Yeah, critique out the is a very calm term yeah. for what he does. He actually stares out the What's window. What's the matter says, with you? <laughs> you call yourself a man? Exactly. And he'll, he'll look at it. Oh, my God. What the F is that? I can't wait till they get out of the car. i got to see what this person looks like. Right. Yeah, well, I'm sure the fifth take will get it right. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep trying. You'll be in there sooner or later, sweetheart. <laughs> Yeah, there's some of that. <laughs> but so anyway, we uh, we have it totally crammed full, um, and and uh, and that's the stuff we brought. And then we went to Walmart. Yes. Um, in in beautiful blankety blank Virginia, and uh, and spent over five hundred dollars at the Walmart because you know she got the little microwave and every single toiletry other than that what she was traveling with. We had just essentially had to buy her everything, and it was a, a lot of money. It could have been smaller because, listen, I'm not poor. I used to be. I'm not poor at this point in my life. So I would look at, like, the flashlight because she needs a flashlight. And I think... In case it's dark. Boy, that... Well, right, exactly. That's why I bought it, in case it's dark. <laughs> and I'd look at the $16 flashlight. It was markedly better than the $12 flashlight. And I love her, and I want her to be safe. And it had a flashing thing, so she could like stick it in somebody's face. Ah, I'm blinded. I can't uh, assault your daughter. Uh, so I, wow. I got her. Uh, I got her that wow. flashlight. The power in, of the sun instead of the. Uh, well, no, I went for a lot of lumens, Sean. It's all about the lumens. You know about the lumens? I don't. Plus, you know, if you can make it flash, strobe at people in the dark, they're blinded. You can mm. just run away from them. So, but then I then I'd look at the. Uh, you know, what's another example? Well, a little uh, drawer unit. And I think, wow, that, that $21 one looks a little flimsy. I think I'll get her the $25 one. And I just, you know, it's just a little indulgent. And I wish you could check out first. And they could say to you, you know, with a time machine or something, you're going to spend $563. Because then I go back, that $12 flashlight is fine. Honey, those sheets, 20 thread counts, it, it's good. It's the very sturdy, et cetera. And you could go backward, but once you're in line, you're kind of committed. So we, we get that stuff and cram it in with the suitcase stuff. And we show up to our dorm room. And, oh, my God, this, this, this school uh, ran the move-in with incredible efficiency. You're greeted by people cheering, welcome, how you doing? Waving the school flags and all, waving you into the parking garage where you park. They whisk all the stuff out of your car. They put it in big bins, a couple of volunteers. You go there. You got to get that car with the other driver. Get the car out of here. Go to the lot at the other end of the world. But then she she's whisked off to fill out her paperwork while we're still walking. Then you hit the dorm. A bunch of you plucky young kids help you up the, the stairs. Fantastic. Well, so we are great. getting something for are the prices of modern college education. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for the reminder. And uh, uh, and so we get all our junk up into her room, and her roommate's not there yet. And so we pile it all on her bed and the floor and all. And I'm looking around, and I actually said, there's no effing way you can fit all this stuff in your room. All these clothes. In fact, I said, I'm going to bring the extra suitcases back to the, the car now. I think I should leave one for the stuff you're not going to be able to fit. I underestimated woman power. 
because they somehow stuffed not six pounds in a five-pound bag, but eight and a half pounds. I came back after walking to the car and back, which took a solid half hour. Um, I came back, and I just it was astonishing to me. Why do you need five pairs of jeans? Well, they stashed them somewhere. And uh, it was just, it was a miracle. So I think, you know, it's going to be like the uh, the famous uh, stateroom scene with the Marx Brothers. Somebody's going to open the door and everything's going to explode out into the hallway. Um, but so everything got put away. And then anybody who's ever dropped a kid off at, at college knows this dance. The uh, So listen, you'd kick us out anytime, you know, you're, at least parents like us. We're not helicopter parents. And there was this ongoing negotiation slash trying to decide when we would actually leave. Because, in fact, I'm getting a little misty now thinking about it. You know, the uh, big hugs and goodbye and good luck is going to be, oh, my God, tearful and the rest of it. Especially, you know, it's our little one and my little girl and the rest of it. Um, So there's the, you want to go to lunch? Yeah, yeah, let's go to lunch. You want to take a walk around campus? Uh, Maybe a short one, yeah. You walk around and just finally it's like, okay, we got to (laughs) go. You go in, it's blubber fest, at least for me, and... And uh, and and we dropped her off, um, and uh, and off she goes. And then we texted six hundred times over the next three days. So you know, it's not quite that's, that's like a the modern, old days. Yeah, it's a modern thing. Yeah, now, yeah, we they're pre cell phone, pre texting. You'd have to call, collect. I would call collect well, from right. college. Yeah, because it was back when uh, long distance, uh, you know, phone calls cost enough that mm-hmm. you'd think about it twice. But so anyway, dropped her off. Oh, you know what I forgot to tell the story of is when we were flying out. It was a beautiful, smooth flight. Everything was going fine. Then a couple of just little jiggles, you know how it is with turbulence. Then, bam, the plane just drops. And uh, it was enough to get me to use a bad word uh, out loud. Um, you uttered an oath? I uttered an oath, as they say in the Hardy Boys books. Yes, I did. Uh, Which one did you say? Uh, it's, uh, actually, I, I may have taken the Lord's uh, name in vain, come to think of it. L- uh, loud. I didn't shout it, but it was out loud. Did other people say F or anything like that? Well, I couldn't hear over the screams. Mm. <laughs> there so, were screams. Uh, there, there were, yes, sh- shrieks of surprise and horror, yes. Um, and Judy, who had her seatbelt on but loosely, rose up like six inches off her seat, was restrained by her seatbelt, and bam, back in the seat. And it was very brief, and that was like the only one but then I see one of the uh, the uh, male uh, air waitresses um, <laughs> get a really uh, shocked look on his face. He runs to the back of the plane, and he runs back up looking pale. He uh, gets on the phone, then he runs back and forth, and then a lady gets up from first class who appeared to be a doctor. Um, uh, she was wearing the white lab coat. She had the Her stethoscope. Mask. <laughs> the mask, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and she runs back. Uh, long story short, I, uh, an old fella, he had to be 70. I think he was in the bathroom or something, and he got his head split Oh, open. in the bathroom would be a bad yeah. place for or that. Or he might have just been, you know, uh, waiting for the bathroom, or he was uh, unleashed. And the fact that it was only him was a miracle, but um, luckily we were only about 15 minutes from landing, and they had medical people come on. But, yeah, he walked out with a big old bloody compress on his head, and he looked to be okay. But, oh, man, I, I can only imagine if you're out of your seat, you'd have hit the ceiling they give you and a hit free, it hard. They give you a free drink for that or anything? Nope. They bash your head against the ceiling? Well, I don't know. Maybe they give him a coupon for his next flight, I which is probably t- going to be in a long time. I always take the have your seatbelt on at all times thing very loosely. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, see, that's uh, that's what happens. You don't obey their rules on the airplane. But he ended up being fine. 
And there's, there's nothing to say. Came out of nowhere, happened suddenly, and then we're back to being spilled Drink again. spilled? Uh, I don't think... Well, like I said, we were only about 15 minutes from landing. Okay. So I think they'd cleaned up. Because if you'd had drinks on the... If everybody had drinks on their uh, tables, that would have been a whole different deal. Oh, yeah. 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 Coffee, pop, booze, Everybody's everywhere. wearing their cocktails. Yeah, no, it didn't happen, thank God. I got mine down. Uh, <laughs> of course. You weren't lingering over it? <laughs> unless the... Uh, <laughs> Unless the uh, the turbulence hits while well, the air waitress is like one row back, that drink's gone. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to start a relationship with it. I want to drink it. <laughs> Give me here. Well, and flying back yesterday, of course, flight gets delayed for forever. And, you know, just can't go anywhere. No, you can't. No, you just got to accept it. Every flight is completely full and they're all delayed. That's just modern flying. They gave us two for one on the cocktails, though. There you go. Which was nice. A little spiff, a little love, a little sorry about that. <laughs> Appreciate that. It's an American airline. It was good to us. <laughs> After being delayed for an hour and a freaking half or whatever it was. Oh, boy. So are chickens the new dogs? And it turns out you don't actually own your face. We got that coming up later. And we should talk about this. Uh... Your face owns your face. Violence in Berkeley over the weekend, and Tifa rears its ugly head again. And it seems like the mainstream media is beginning to figure it out. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, plus, I get to, I don't know if we'll get to the story. We might have to do it tomorrow. California college teams are starting to have to come to terms with the fact that the brilliant, super far-left virtue-signaling government of California has made it, has outlawed them traveling to, like, eight different states to have games. Mm. You can't go to racist Kentucky or belligerent Texas or <laughs> non-transgender friendly North Carolina or whatever. Right, right. Right, so pretty soon it's just going to be intramurals, I guess. We'll talk about that eventually. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Our chickens, the new dogs. Oh, boy. Stay tuned. So I was listening to Morning Jose uh, this morning uh, briefly and was That's shocked. a cable news show. I'm sorry. Morning Joe. It's on the NMSNBC. Featuring Joe Scarborough and his soon-to-be wife, Mika Brzezinski. That's right. Uh, he's slightly right. She's a moron. And they talk about the <laughs> wow. issues of the day. Wow. Anyway, um, so I was uh, I was gratified to hear what you're about to hear, but I hadn't seen the video that precedes this, and it is a video from Berkeley in which four or five people are savagely beating, stomping, um, kicking a man who's already down and defenseless. Those uh, five people are all uh, members of the Antifa scum, the fascist group Antifa, um, and they are beating a fellow for uh, expressing his opinion in public, and at long, long last... The mavens of the mainstream, primarily Eastern media, seem to have figured out what's actually going on. The police, I mean, when the police see these guys coming in with with masks, they need to do, I think they did it in Auburn, Alabama, maybe 
four or five months ago, take your mask off. Yeah. Yep. Take your mask off because you have a history of beating people and hiding behind that mask. Take your mask off. Also, I, I resent the branding of these as anti-fascist protesters. They are nothing if They're not fascist in their behavior. They're fascists in their behavior, aren't they? There's nothing anti-fascist about that. But it gets to the, a larger issue that you referenced, and it's the, uh, the suppression of free speech on college campuses that is getting to near epidemic proportion. Yeah. Well, I, I this is a very extreme version of that. This goes beyond yeah. uh, speech codes. This but, is violence. But, but who was it? Was it, I, you know, and I, I, I'll just say it, I find her speech deplorable. Oh. Ann Coulter, I think she had to have a speech canceled, but you know what? She had a right to give a speech. Uh, it, it, there were several others that, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Milo, I can't pronounce his last name. But do you remember the, 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 the fires that were started and the violence was being started? Like, the question is, and I don't know. Yeah, so this, line, is, this is an innocent question. Yeah. Who is running Berkeley? And why can't they protect free speech? What's your problem in Berkeley? Why can't you protect free speech? If you need me to help you out, we can get some people that will actually protect the First Amendment. Okay? You know where we are. Call us. We'll help you. But this sort of thuggery going on in your streets, on your college campuses, is an absolute disgrace. Absolutely. So the coppers had set up the uh, the safety zone for the uh, demonstrators to demonstrate and keep them safe from the so-called counter-demonstrators, and everything was peaceful. There were thousands of so-called counter-demonstrators. And, you know, it's funny, this Patriot Prayer Group, I don't want to get hung up on this, but the last thing they are is some sort of uh, far-right group. In fact, they canceled the rally because they heard some far, like, uh, some, uh, some you know, white supremacist or whatever were going to come in and join them. And they're like, no, 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 forget it. It's turned ugly. We're canceling it. Um, some people still showed up. I don't want to get hung up on that because there seems to be a need to label the politics of these groups at all times. Um, far right, alt right, whatever. And, and frequently it's completely inaccurate. So I wish they would just stop. But anyway, so the Berkeley police had set up a fairly classic, we're going to keep the two groups away from each other thing. But then um, the Antifa fascists showed up. Um, what was the estimate of the number of uh, of folks? Showed up in their black unis and their hoods uh, and their masks and just uh, stormed the barriers and leapt over the barriers and uh, and rushed at the people and began uh, cracking heads. Uh, and the Berkeley police made the tactical decision that they would let them. They would stand down. The, uh, the uh, Berkeley police chief told the AP the decision was strategic. Antifa protesters, I'm sorry, armed with sticks and shields, clad in shin pads and gloves, uh, largely routed the security checks, and by 1.30, police reported the, reportedly left the security line uh, completely. The police chief told um, the AP the decision was strategic. A confrontation was sure to spark more violence between the protesters and the police. No need for a confrontation over a grass patch, the chief said. Oh, chief, you're so witty. A confrontation between the police trying to keep order 
and uh, violent anarchists would lead to more violence. Probably would. Right. Yeah. So they decided to let the fascists beat the peaceful protesters to avoid violence with the police. In the way that if some guy's beating up an old lady and I go over there and try to stop it, yeah. now we got three people involved in violence, so it's in, it's, it's, it has led to more violence. But obviously that's insane All right, logic. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. If, if, you, if you try to stop the... Right. Well, yeah. I'll, we'll just leave it there. So I uh, got a really nice note from uh, uh, Ryoga V., um, who was scheduled to speak at the Patriot Prayer Rally in San Francisco this weekend that a fellow by the name of Joey Gibson was running. Uh, Joey is a, uh, a black fellow, by the way, for what it's worth, and no white supremacist. Uh, Ryoga wrote us a nice note in the text, actually, of, um, of her speech. Um, bah, 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 bah. I'll start by saying I'm African-American, lefty, liberal-leaning centrist. For the past two weeks, the mayor of San Francisco, Ed Lee, and Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi have bombarded the media and gave press conferences stating that we're preparing to hold a neo-Nazi rally. Organizer Joey Gibson is Japanese-American. Must have been misidentified in a picture because that's a black guy right there. Anyway, um, uh, so he's Japanese-American. I'm black and so were four of the scheduled speakers. A Hispanic, we had a trans woman scheduled, and the only white person ended up having to cancel. Basically, the mayor, congresswoman, multiple news agencies continued to report that this was an alt-right, white supremacist, neo-Nazi rally. And as such, we started to receive very credible threats on our lives and the would-be attendees of the rally, and were forced to cancel it in hopes of not having another incident like that of Charlottesville. I really wanted to share with you my speech that would have been spoken on stage that afternoon. The media was so revved up in making assumptions that we're going to be inciting hate speech or, or using hate speech. I just wanted someone to see the truth. Uh, if you have any further questions, feel free to reach out to me. See, this is what uh, I was talking about before and said I didn't want to get hung up on, is you'll get Nancy Pelosi or the San Francisco Chronicle or whatever characterize this group in a particular way, and just everybody else starts repeating that. When in the case of this group, it's patently untrue. So, I mean... That's a diff- That's another layer of dishonesty, stupidity, and what shouldn't be happening. Because no matter what you label a group, other people don't come in, get to come in and and kick them in the face, literally, no, for their even, politics. Even if they are white supremacists, they get right. to go meet and have their rally. So, so it's doubly ridiculous. So coming up in a couple of minutes, I'd like to share with you a couple of excerpts from... Uh, the speech that the fascist Antifa group uh, prevented. Because uh, because a lot of you in the Bay Area are thinking, well, you know, I don't approve of their tactics, but we don't need Nazis, you know, rallying and speaking. I want to share with you what was prevented. I was happy to see the headline, Black-clad Antifa attack peaceful right-wing demonstrators in Berkeley. Attack peaceful demonstrators. Because that's what is what is going on. I'm not sure the term right-wing... You know, more detail is better in journalism. But I'm not sure that that term is even useful in this description. What's the difference? Peaceful protesters. Well, and since everybody it, gets to peacefully protest. Yeah, it's it's it, it doesn't yeah, it it doesn't play a role in the whether it's appropriate or not.
What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Uh, government giving American police a new round of military equipment. There's a link between... I'm against that. There's a link between coffee and dieting and one of Confederate General Robert E. Lee's descendants at the MTV Video Music Awards last night, what God. he had to say. God, was was Robert Lee, the, Bob Lee, the sportscaster there? Guy goes by Bob Lee. <laughs> He's Japanese, or Chinese-American, rather. An Asian guy named Bob Lee wasn't allowed to call a football game. Too close to Robert E. Lee. People might make the wrong exception. And think ESPN is for slavery? (laughs) Hilarious. All right, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Theater in Memphis, Tennessee, that's been showing the same list of movies for 34 years during its Great Movies series, including Gone with the Wind, one of the great movies of all time, won 10 Oscars, will not show Gone with the Wind this year. Oh, boy. Because of its flattering portrayal of Southern life during slavery. So we are now censoring art, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, books soon. It's a little hot for a book burning right now. I'll meet you in October. Because people aren't smart enough to take in and we're gone with the wind and not walk out there and think, you know what? Slavery seems kind of charming. We should bring it back. That's right. That's right. You can't trust people with those judgments. So we must tell them what they can watch and what they can read. Unbelievable. Uh, the speech, one of the speeches that was prevented by the fascist thugs of Antifa uh, this weekend in Berkeley, coming up in a moment or two. They couldn't air it in Berkeley. But you'll hear it here. I'm ready to punch you in the face as soon as I hear something that uh, feel free out of line. Feel free. I got sticks. I got bats. <laughs> Great. Bring it. Uh, news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the Trump administration restoring the transfer of surplus military equipment to state and local police departments. Now, that's going to include military vehicles and high-power weapons. President Obama had put the skids on the program. His action was Under in- great pressure from a lot of uh, right-wingers, or at least libertarians, whatever you want to call them. Right. Like the Rand Paul types and me, who are uh, troubled by the, uh, the, 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 we're in Baghdad, we're in Fallujah outfits and gear that a lot of police departments have, including a lot of places in the country where they don't have much crime. No, no. Yeah, the president's action, former president's action, was in response to concerns about the militarization of local and state police. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is going to be talking about the renewal of the program during a speech later on today. And just days after learning that President Trump was extending a pardon to him, Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio is planning to hold a press conference today to discuss that matter. Arpaio's attorney on Friday. What I say is, at the end of the day, a pardon is a part of the system. It is a constitutional check. And I think what we're hearing is the president has been following this case, and he never, he never believed it was right to even prosecute the sheriff, and that uh, the conviction was wrongful. It's a full and unconditional pardon. Of, of the sheriff for not just uh, that conviction, but for any other potential charges arising out of the Melendrez case. The White House announcing on Friday Trump pardoned Arpaio, who was convicted last month of criminal contempt for disobeying a federal judge's order in a racial profiling case involving Latinos. And also, also one more note, yes. uh, also on Friday uh, from the Trump administration news, uh, this guy is gone. Greetings. All yes. right. out. Yes. right. We lost Gorka on Friday. Farewell. Greetings. <laughs> Bye-bye. Farewell. <laughs> Get 
Roderick Lamar is the winner of the MTV Video Music Award for Best Video of the Year for his hit Humble. Lamar enjoyed a big night at the VMAs, winning six awards, a night full of live performances, big-time artists, and messages of social activism. Robert Wright Lee IV, a descendant of Confederate General Robert E. Lee, taking the stage. My name is Robert Lee IV. I'm a descendant of Robert E. Lee, the Civil War general whose statue was at the center of violence in Charlottesville. We have made my ancestor an idol of white supremacy, racism, and hate. As a pastor, it is my moral duty to speak out against racism, America's original sin. Yay! Well, his descendant thinks it, so it must be right. Did he wear the outfit? <laughs> the gray, the gray, the gray battle uniform. Sat astride a big white horse as well, yes. So what, since you mentioned the horse, how about USC changing the name of their horse? Because it sounds too much like the name of Robert E. Lee's horse. Are you following that whole story? No. What? So their their mascot yeah. for USC, the, the, the Trojan comes riding out on a horse named Traveler, which was the name of Robert E. Lee's horse, which is fairly famous tale if you're a Civil War uh, buff, like you've read a lot. They mention it a lot. It's Robert E. Lee's favorite horse. Had to name, like it's spelled slightly different or something. Anyway, USC decided they got to get a different horse or change the name of their horse. Oh, jeez. I mean, how crazy are we, people? How crazy? Are you afraid USC students are going to decide slavery is a good idea because the mascot of football games is riding a horse with a similar name as Robert E. Lee's horse? I mean, seriously, how do you make this stuff up? How do you make this stuff up? The onion has to go out of business. Right. Right. That is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I wish we had time for the whole thing, but we're going to deliver one of the speeches that was silenced in Berkeley over the weekend. We'll share with you what those brave anti-fascist types were so afraid of that they felt it proper and permissible to commit multiple assaults on peaceful demonstrators. And, the and those of you in sympathy, Nancy Pelosi, you freaking liar. I want you to hear this. Really? This must be some pretty awful stuff. Oh, yeah. You're going to hear the far-right rhetoric that was put down in Berkeley this weekend. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Swift song where she takes on Kanye West. Controversial. Oh no! We'll have to talk about that sometime. Also, I'm sick that day. We have another bakery won't make a gay cake story, and the special sauce from the Big Mac recipe has leaked. Oh boy, it's Thousand Island dressing, Jack. (laughs) So, uh, very briefly, we need to get right into this quickly. We received a very lovely note from one of the people. Um, who is going to speak at the Patriot Prayer Rally in San Francisco this weekend. It had to be canceled um, because of threats of violence. Um, and uh, Rioga V, um, 
who was the speaker, um, African-American uh, lefty, liberal-leaning centrist, according to his note to us, um, talked about how San Francisco Mayor Ed Lee and Congressman Nancy Pelosi have bombarded the media with the idea that they're neo-Nazis or something like that and how terrible it is. Um, and I wanted to share with you chunks of the speech that was silenced by the brave, brave anti-fascist groups who are fascists, and they are not the least bit brave, and they are scumbags and crazy. This is an Armstrong and Getty exclusive, right? That's right. I'd like to start off by giving a small introduction of who I am and how I got here. My, no- my name is Ryoga V. I was born in a small town in southern Oklahoma, but the bulk of my upbringing was in Greenville, Mississippi. My early days, I was surrounded by poverty, imagery of the Confederacy, and attended two schools named after Robert E. Lee. I even lived not too far from where a sundown sign stood until 1995. If you don't know what a sundown sign is, it's pretty much a marker that tells enters in no uncertain terms to get indoors before sunset. I'm telling you this just so you get an idea of where I've been that racism, ignorance, and bigotry have been a constant in my life. Um, and then he he goes into his evolving thoughts on uh, Donald Trump, etc., uh, some of the good and bad. Um, and I'm I'm afraid I must skip chunks for obvious reasons of time. But what really turned my head was when I witnessed the savage act of violence, violence, acts of violence done to peaceful Trump supporters in San Jose, California last year. There were no Nazi flags or KKK hoods at that gathering, just a bunch of mostly elderly men and women who were attacked and beaten in the streets while the police stood by mere feet away and shrugged. That is an accurate uh, description. Yeah, that, that is ground zero yeah. of what is go- uh, this coming uh, st- rolling street battle we're going to endure yeah. in the United States. When the dust settled, the mayor blamed Trump for what took place and ignored the re- irresponsibility of his citizens and the inaction of law enforcement. And while I'm not a Trump supporter, I said to myself, that's not right. Months later, Milo Yiannopoulos was tearing up the college speaking circuit, pissing off liberals and conservatives alike for being a young gay Jewish provocateur. I read the headlines that made assertions that he was a white nationalist, homophobic, anti-Semitic racist. And I thought to myself, wait a second, the gay Jewish dude who can't stop talking about his black boyfriend? So out of curiosity, I went down to Berkeley just to hear the man speak. I wanted to know for myself if he was really as dangerous as people said. Instead of hearing Milo, however, I watched some 1,500 Antifa protesters set fires, attack people with sticks and mace, and cause upwards of $600,000 in property damage. Even I was the target of assaults, and I was called a Nazi just for showing up. And once again, I said to myself, that's not right. Skipping ahead in March of this year, I once again found myself witnessing a repeat of horrific acts of violence unfolding on the streets of Berkeley. I saw an elderly man laid out on uh, on the MLK Park lawn wrapped in bandages. I watched as law enforcement stood down while citizens begged for help. I wondered why there was no one brave enough to stand up to these kinds of thugs. But that afternoon, I also saw brave men and women charging to defend the public from violent anarchists who have continually caused havoc in the Bay Area. Those made a huge sacrifice of their own safety to stand up for what's right. Then he goes on to, um, uh, some of you will, will be bruised and bloody after being here today, but freedom is not just given to you. It's not a right bestowed by God. Some people believe it is, but you have to earn it. You have to continually fight for it. Just by being here today, you are showing your willingness to fight. And regardless if you are for or against the speakers here today, um, who are all non-white, gay, black, transgender, etc., um, but, but, but you are participating in the process. Our governing leaders re- tried really hard to prevent this from happening. We're here so that on the day you want to take this space and have a demonstration, it's not censored by your mayor or Congress. 
That's what's happening here. It's a form of censorship. My mayor and congresswoman knew this was not a Nazi rally. They knew weeks in advance that there were no white supremacists here, but they called you up to come out and protest. They're using you as their defensive arm for censorship. I'm telling you, don't believe the hype. Don't take the bait. Don't fall into that trap. The vast majority of you are here. He's talking to the protesters. Because you heard a lie. Every single major local news publication kept spreading the lie that this was a white nationalist rally. I read that the Southern Poverty Law Center listed Joey Gibson as alt-right, and Patriot Prayer specializes, quote, in rallies aimed at provoking far-left and anarchist groups. The San Francisco Examiner posted an article, quote, white supremacist patriot rally coming to San Francisco. SF Gate, that's the Chronicle's website, white nationalists planning rallies in San Francisco and Berkeley. Cron 4. Mayor Ed Lee is calling out federal officials to reject permit for alt-right group. KTVU. Mayor Ed Lee denounced Saturday's event as hateful. On and on it goes. Representative Barbara Barbara Lee said it was a neo-Nazi rally. All of this is fake news. Even when we told these outlets directly that their information is wrong, they doubled down. Did you know that we sent open invitations to both Ed Lee and Nancy Pelosi to speak on this very stage? They really wanted an opportunity to speak to the citizens of this great city. Uh, You know, what better place to do it? I'm running out of time. It's because we have liberal Democratic leaders who categorize conservative views as hateful and divisive. As a liberal myself, I'm here to tell you I want to hear from the other side. But day by day, y'all make it harder. Oh, there's so much good stuff. He talks about drinking the Kool-Aid and not engaging with people we disagree with and listening to their opinions and recognizing their humanity. This is the speech that was prevented by the black masked thugs saying we need to reach out and understand each other's people and then argue our politics if we need to. Some of you are standing next to to my oppressors right now. I didn't want to talk about the elephant in the room, but there are a lot of people who identify as Antifa out there. Antifa is my oppressor. You riot in the streets yelling Black Lives Matter, but smash the windows of black-owned businesses, Hispanic-owned businesses. Uh, he goes on. Oh, this is great. Do we, How much time do I have, Michael? About 30 seconds there. 30 seconds. He says, it's funny how I rarely see other black folks with BLM t-shirts on, Black Lives Matter. It's likely because we don't need it. We live the struggle every day. And while some of my Caucasian friends out there might have them on right now, the shirts don't impress me. You picked up a $15.99 shirt off Amazon Prime and clicked a free two-day shipping for a shirt made by child labor in the Philippines just so you can post up on Instagram to show the world how woke you are. That ain't cutting it. If you want to impress me, post a picture of your donation check to the United Negro College Fund. That's a well-researched and written uh, little uh, speech there. It's absolutely a beautiful speech. From never a, happened, though. From a lefty. No, it never happened. It was prevented, except on the air on the Armstrong and Getty Show. By Antifa. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.